Welcome to From Us With Love, the podcast where we use love and truth as the recipe for real conversations. I'm Deshaya. And I'm Shalane. Thank you for joining us. We want to start by saying that we hope you're listening in good health and safely in these coronavirus, Karen, and other racist-filled streets. On this episode, we wanted to just give you a little introduction to the podcast, chat about our vision, including how we even thought of this idea and came together. We also want to introduce you to us and in a creative way that includes letting you know a little bit about our personality, but just a little bit. So let's get started. Great. So how did we get here? We got together because a couple of weeks ago, I, Deshea, was ranting on my IG because I was just so fired up and Shalane was right there with me just typing in and supporting me all along the way. And through that process, we didn't really talk about it. But then a couple of days later, we were on the phone and we started talking about how we each wanted to start a podcast And we thought that doing it together would motivate us and keep us going and allow us to expand on the topics that we would use. So that's how we kind of got here and why we, two weeks later, have started this podcast. Yeah, so this was totally, totally 1000% unplanned. (laughs) I had wanted to do a podcast for so long and I just didn't know or have the motivation to do it by myself. And then I had started my IG account, which is from Lainey with Love. And then we kind of just played on on that uh, for us. And that's how we got here. Yes. And so our vision for this podcast is that we would build community and generate thought-provoking conversations, not just between us, but also with you all, so that you would join us on our Instagram at withlovepod underscore, and just chime in with things that come up for you as we have our conversations. So we look forward to doing this with you. Yeah, and let me just say that we're going to hit on some real heavy topics. You know, a lot of our conversations are going to be deep um, and very heavy and But, you know, we're here for it. We're trying to do, you know, what we feel is necessary. And we want to give a voice to a lot of things that are going on in this world. And we're not going to shy away from the controversial topics or anything like that. We're excited to talk about it. We hope you're receptive to it. And we have some great things in store for you. Yay. So let's get started with our first introduction piece. So we're going to ask each other questions or ask one question and we'll both answer it. All right. Would you rather have more time or more money? I would rather have more time because I feel that if I have more time, it's more opportunity to make more money. So I feel like if I have the time, then I can make the money. And I'm over here like, give me more money, please. (laughs) (laughs) Because if I have more money, I can get more things done with less time, right? So then I've got the money to do all the things, share the money, share the wealth, and then I get to go home and take a nap. Oh, okay. So you bought that nap life. (laughs) Got it. Okay. I mean, touche. I mean, I could get with that part too, but you know, I feel like I would love more time to just really do some things that I love. So I I can get with that. I get it. (laughs) All right. Our next question. If you can pick three famous people to be part of your entourage, who would you pick? and why oh my goodness so I'm gonna cheat on this one but I'm gonna try and be good I'm gonna try and be good so I would pick 
for sure Tracy Ellis Ross because she's just cool mm, good I one I love her she like dances by herself yeah so that's me like she's like my spirit animal and the other one would be Michelle Obama of course like hello I need her in my entourage and then I'm stuck between Oprah and Carrie Washington but I think I think I'm gonna go with Oprah because I mean she's Oprah right and so but I don't, yeah I'm gonna go with Oprah I'm gonna go with Oprah okay <laughs> I mean I was with you with the Tracy Ellis Ross you, you and Michelle Obama you definitely lost me with Oprah but I would think my entourage if I had to pick three um Will Smith would definitely be in my entourage because he is super entertaining but he's also super deep. So that wisdom, yet yeah, like mm. funny type of wisdom thing, I think would be great. Uh, I would definitely pick Michelle Obama because I just got some questions. I just mm. have questions for her. And I just want to know how she did it with such grace and elegance all those years in the limelight, still continuing to be in the limelight. And I just, you know, I just feel like I would want to have a conversation and kind of just gaze into her eyes and soak in, <laughs> soak up all of her yes. knowledge. Yes. And then I think the third person that is famous that I would have in my entourage would be, I think I would pick a, a musician. So mm. I would pick like, India Ari, because she's mm-hmm. one of my favorites, and I feel like the the peace that she would bring and the soothing sounds would be welcomed. Um, yeah, so I think those would be my three. So I'm gonna just cheat and say we gonna roll together, so I can have hers too. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it didn't say we couldn't put everybody together. So right. Okay, so you're gonna learn. What's the most embarrassing thing? that has ever happened to you uh okay so i was in college right and i used to sing with a choir called angelic voices of praise shout out to suny albany my alma mater and one time we were in rehearsal in one of the lecture halls set uh lecture halls specifically lecture hall number seven and so lecture hall number seven has this long these long stairs up and so I was in the middle of rehearsal and I got a phone call from my landlord because they had been fixing my bathroom and so I thought it was really odd for him to be calling me so I'm thinking oh my goodness something happened a pipe burst my stuff is ruined something so I'm racing to get up the stairs out the lecture hall and I face plant on the stairs and it was so bad you literally could hear the piano and the drums go (laughs) and I was so embarrassed I got up so quick and I kept running up the stairs and then I had to turn around and come back into the lecture hall in order to finish rehearsal. Totally embarrassed. The director was like, are you okay? And I literally just shook my head and just went back into my section. So that and there's another one. This one is kind of sad. But, you know, I'm I'm a big girl. I'll be a big girl. And sometimes, you know, rides at amusement parks are not, you know, chunky girl friendly. Mm. So I was on a trip when I was in college and we went to Six Flags, New England, out in Massachusetts. And I got on this one particular ride and I couldn't get the thing to close. And everybody was waiting for me 
to latch my thing closed and secure the ride and it just would not close so i had to do the walk of shame get off the ride and then yeah so that's those are my embarrassing moments in life oh i'm sad well, they need to fix the rides. That's what I said. <laughs> Disney World. Now, let me just put this out there. Disney World is big people friendly and chunky girl friendly. So I was I was lit when I was in Disney World in California. I rode everything. <laughs> all right. Now we know. Now we all prepared. Um, my most embarrassing moment, y'all. I'm sorry. I'm gonna have to. This is definitely the most embarrassing one though. But so <laughs> I was in high school. And I'm chilling, walking around school, got my long skirt on. Y'all don't know, that might be another episode, my Pentecostal days. And got my long skirt on, think I'm cute. And somebody's like, something's on your skirt. I was like, what? Mind you, I'm in ninth grade. Oh, no. So I'm still a baby. So I'm walking around like, oh, I don't know what's on there. What's something's on your skirt? Four or five people say something's on your skirt. Y'all already know. If y'all really know, you already know. And sure enough, that's what it was. Oh, Old friend no. that showed up. On your ninth grade, girl, I had to call my grandmama, bring me some new clothes, get me right. But that's definitely the most embarrassing thing. That's the thing that I remember the most. I'm sure there's others, but that's the one. That's oh, the man. one. Yeah. I think, I think every woman has <laughs> been there at some point. Yes. Whether or not other people noticed it or you just noticed it, every woman has been there. Yes. All right. If your hometown was a food, what food would it be? Oh, goodness. Okay. So I am from Saratoga Springs. So what food would we be? We would probably be a pound cake because it's bland. <laughs> Wait a minute. that bland because there's some sweetness if you get the person to make it right i.e. me shameless plug it is not bland but interesting yes because okay so we can even go with the sweetness because there's sweet parts in saratoga that you really if you know you know but you also got a lot of homogeneous like it looks a lot the same you're not gonna see a lot of me in saratoga but i love it Okay, so for me, I grew up in a really small village in Westchester County called Tuckahoe. And I would describe that as a boiled egg. One, because it's bland. And two, because it's incredibly small. Now, when you pepper in a couple things and throw some salt on that thing and, you know, add some new people, it can be really lit. Um, and everybody kind of took care of each other. And it was a really great place to grow up. But it's small and it was super bland. But it was right outside of New York City. So you had access to the city. Jump on the train. You was in the city in like 20 minutes. So it was cool. But it was definitely bland. And I couldn't wait to get up out of there. So. That sounds like a fun place. Um, It was interesting. It wasn't bad. I mean all the friends that I have growing up. I still have now. Because that's just how we were. Like it was like a three four block radius. Um, that had all the black people. So everybody knew everybody. Everybody looked out for each other. And it was one of those towns where you built generations. So people knew your grandma and, and her mother. Like, it's just a generational type of town. 
so it was cool would you rather always say everything on your mind or never speak again oh it's 2020 everything on my mind y'all getting it all this year yeah i agree i agree (laughs) i mean listen sometimes my mind can wander off to some interesting places so that could be a little dangerous if I had to say everything I was thinking, because I feel like, you know, I'm a people watcher. So if I had to go up to people and tell them everything I was thinking, it might hurt some feelings. But, you know, I would rather that than to say that I could never speak again because I feel like I have so much I want to say, i.e. on this podcast. Boom. So there we go. If you had to choose a fictional television character for your family... What would it be? Hold on, y'all, because I'm going to say that question again. What fictional television family is your real-life family most similar to? All right. So that's a whole different question. But we're going to roll with it. So I would honestly say that's a tough one. It is. I would say the proud family Mm. because... Everybody was hardworking. You know, I had I had that grandma that was always there for everybody and, you know, always was sweet, but she ain't play no games. So, you know, like Sugar Mama in the Proud Family. And, you know, I had my core group of friends that rolled with me real heavy when I was younger, especially. So I would say the Proud Family, you know, that's probably the closest one because I didn't have that, you know, white picket fence type Cosby type vibe in my family and family matters nah not so much because i didn't have that annoying neighbor and steve which i feel like makes the entire show so yeah i would say the proud family oh my goodness i would have to say my family was full house loosely because everybody took a role everybody was like how we gonna help how we gonna make this work and everybody do something so that is kind of, but we had a grandma that was always there so she was kind of like joey i guess if you watched full house and then yeah so we all had a little part to play so i'm gonna go with full house okay so since the shaya messed up on the last question <laughs> i'm gonna take it from here what's the pet peeve you would make illegal if you could oh driving slow y'all <laughs> y'all why do people drive slow it i mean i don't understand i know you're supposed to follow the speed limits because like that's what you're supposed to do follow the law of the land but it makes me nauseous when people drive slow for no reason so that's my pet peeve like if i could stop people from doing that like or move over get out people way i really do think that people be trying to hem me up and like control what I'm doing. Don't control my car. You don't pay this bill. Like, let me ride. Let me ride. So slow drivers. I'm not surprised Deshaya (laughs) said that because she is a speed demon. Okay. She was following me the other day and almost ran me off the road because she thought I was driving slow. Mind you, I was driving 75. So clearly Deshaya was trying to go 95. Okay. My pet peeve, I would have to say, is a liar. Mm. I cannot stand people who lie, especially if they lie over the dumbest thing. If I ask you, 
what if your socks are black don't lie to me and tell me that they white when i can see they black like it'd be the dumbest stuff that people lie about just because they feel like i want to hear something different than what i'm asking so that is a huge pet peeve of mine and i would definitely make that illegal oh my goodness that's why we on this podcast together because i'm yeah lying that's right up there people why all right so this is an interesting one would you rather have a rewind button or a pause button on your life Ooh, i'm gonna go with rewind i would definitely go back and do like i don't have regrets per se but if i could go back with the knowledge that i have now and like tweak a few things life would be different i'm gonna be honest i need both because (laughs) i need both buttons side by side because i definitely understand the concept of a wine button and trying to do things over but sometimes i just be needing to pause like i just want a life pause and let me get myself together and then head into this next venture or whatever or even walk into this room because time still moves so if i could pause sometimes and just collect myself a little bit more and be a little bit more prepared um for some situations then i think that i would i would definitely benefit from that for sure that sounds good that sounds good (laughs) all right what are you absolutely determined to do in life oh i am absolutely determined to encourage and influence others to be them best selves because i think that that's so important to just encourage others like you're doing a great job and I just love people so much and I want to be able to encourage them to believe in themselves hence why I do what I do for a living so she straight up stole my answer (laughs) because if you know anything about me you know that that's what my books are about encouraging others and in, in, in their single season you know that's what my business instagram is about you know that what that's what my website is about in fact when you log on to my website it says empower you soon as you look at the page so deshaya stole my answer and that's it well i will say mine is like empowering parents per se oh don't try to change now <laughs> don't wait a minute you can't put a caveat in in there now no you said it how you said it and that's it that's why we cool though right next question next question if someone wrote a book about your life what would the title be Ooh, child that's the title <laughs> Ooh, child. That's what they going to say. Every time they read it, they're going to be like, ooh, child. Uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's a good title. I think that my title would be still growing. Mm. Because I feel like life is forever a growth phase. And there's always room for improvement and always things to do. So I would say still growing. Still growing. Yes. What popular trend bothers you? So, it doesn't so much bother me, except for the fact that I can't do none of it. But TikTok, like, I love me some TikTok because I like to watch the little kids and the parents and all the people do things. 
but I cannot, I can't hold no rhythm. And I'm blaming it on Saratoga because I don't know how to dance really. I mean, I can move a little bit, but anyway, y'all can't see that, but I was moving for y'all. Um, so yeah, TikTok would be mine. All right, y'all. <laughs> There's this popular trend of these furry slippers. <laughs> y'all, I, I, so, listen. I promise every time I see them, I want to take something and squish them because they look like beavers on people's feet. And I just cannot, I don't understand them. I cannot stand them. They make me itch every time I see them. I wish that they never came out. But people just love this fuzzy, furry slipper thing. And I don't understand because it's hot outside. What you need fur and fuzzies on your feet for? Like, it just doesn't make sense for me. And uh, mm -mm, I don't like them. I do not like them. Yes. Do not like them. Ooh. What's the most awkward date you've ever been on? Oh, my goodness. So when I lived down south, I lived in South Carolina. A guy who lived in North Carolina wanted to take me on a date. He drove to South Carolina. I was like, okay, I'll meet you at the restaurant. Yep, I will meet you because I don't want you to know where I live. And <laughs> so I met him at the restaurant. He got out. We sit and we eat in. He and he orders like I don't even know some steak and oh he ordered pasta. I ordered a salmon. He is eating with his hands. He's wrapping no. the food around the fork with his hands. No. I was turned no. all the way off. So then we finish and we walk out the car. Like usually I'm pretty polite. Which we'll talk about this in another episode, but it's not necessarily polite. But at that time, I thought it was polite. I was like, oh, I'll give him a kiss. But once I had seen him do that, I was like, oh, okay, I'll see you next time. Walked to my car, got in the car, went on to the house. Mind you, he had to drive two more hours home. I kind of felt bad, but I kind of didn't because I was like, what do you do when you a grown man eating with your hands in the restaurant? So yeah, somebody taught him that. <laughs> and he said he was sticking true to his roots. That's it. That's so. it. So, true confession, true transparency, I have never been on a real date. I have never been on, I've never been on a date, you know, a societal real date, right? right. So, guy shows up, brings you flowers, open the door, you know, get in the car, you go to a place, and you skip off into the sunset. I That has never happened for me. That has never been something that I have been um, privy to. I guess so yeah I've had an interesting um dating life we'll talk about that on another episode um but yeah I've never been on a societal standard date so what nicknames have people called you throughout your life oh so many Shay Shay Shaya D Shanane um, wait a minute push pause Shanane <laughs> Yes, so that's my lovely high school teammate used to call me Shanene, obviously from Martin. I I love her. I Was she love, white? Yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> did not love the nickname. I hope y'all picked up this switch in the tone of my voice because that's a little problematic for me. We're going to talk about that at another episode. <laughs> but um, Shea Louise. Like, yeah, so those are usually pretty basic, all kind of related to my name. So I have not had many nicknames. Um, 
when I was younger, my mom's side of the family for the first few years of my life either called me Choo Choo or Shani. Mm. And then my father's side of the family has always called me Laney. No one has ever really to this day said my full name. Um, my grandma <laughs> never ever said my name correctly. Um, she said variations of my name, but obviously I knew she was talking to me and you know, that's, that's grandma. I'm not really going to correct her. So, um, yeah, those were, those were the nicknames that I had. The only one that really has stuck to me is Lainey. Most of my friends and, and close family members call me that. Nice. All right, all right, all right. What would you rather have, a cook or a maid? Made all day. Made all day. Nah, I need a cook. <laughs> so there's a story behind this. And Shalane knows, like, I like things. Like, my house ain't dirty. <laughs> so I need a maid because I like things. I like to be prepared. I like. She likes to say hoarder. We don't use that word, but I like things, right? So I need a maid to come in and make sure that I can. <laughs> I need you to tell the people the truth, Michelle. Things, right? That's what it is. So I will say this: This past week, I went to the store to get an outdoor rug because I'm trying to like fix up my front porch. Couldn't find one, whatever. So I was like, oh, let me buy a thinner indoor rug. Let me tell you why I needed a thinner indoor rug so that I could use my Roomba because it wouldn't go over my thick, nice area rug that I already had. So that's what I did. I bought a thinner area rug so that I could use my Roomba and not have to vacuum my dang self. (laughs) So that's my maid. (laughs) If y'all ever see Deshaya's car, you'll understand there's truth to that. (laughs) <laughs> but that she's also a hoarder. We no. we telling the truth and we can call a spade a spade. Okay. We shame the devil. All right. So for me, I need to cook. Now, I like to cook. I can cook, but I just don't feel like it. And a lot That's of times true. it's just me. I'm cooking for myself. And so like all of this food, I cook it. And then like, I'm not good with leftovers. After like the first day, I'm like, yeah, no, nope, I don't want that no more. She said the first day, y'all. The first day, one day. That's it for me. I don't want it anymore. The only thing I'll eat more than one day of leftovers is is pasta. Mm -hmm. But anything else, nope, I don't want it. So I I would need a cook that specializes in cooking like one in a possible meals. Right. Because I can't. We in spades now. One in a possible. possible. We got one in a possible. Because I don't need no full, full full-blown meal because I'm not going to eat it. If you had a warning label, what would yours say? Ooh. (sighs) Careful. We'll love you endlessly until you, like, pop. I mean, I gave this analogy today. Some of y'all read of Mice and Men, and I get this kind of wrong, but the little guy, he gets the um, mouse, and he's, like, loving on it, and he's petting it. It's so soft. He loves it, and he squeezes it so tight because he loves it so much. That's what I do. (laughs) All right. So beware of Deshaya when she starts loving on you because you might squeeze and pop. So for me, I think mine would say... Uh, handle with care Mm. Um, and that's pretty generic but I too like to show you can love really hard Um, 
and sometimes don't have necessary boundaries. Mm. And so I think that that would be my warning label to people to just handle with care. But like, if you handle me with care, I'll do you right. Right. So like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be valuable to you and all of these things. Like if you have a beautiful, pristine vase that you get a crystal vase that you get from someone and it's marked handle with care, you do what you have to do to protect it. So it maintains its beauty and its value. Same thing with me. Handle with care. I love it. I love it. All right, y'all. We coming down to our last few questions. And would you rather physically or mentally never age? I would rather never physically age. I want to mentally have the capacity to think and learn. and Not that you can't learn when you get older, but I think like to be sharp in my mind I think is the what I'm looking for and mm-hmm. be able to keep my physical body so I can run although I am limping today but you know <laughs> I would rather be would never mentally age and the reason mm-hmm. why I say that is because I have experienced what dementia is like through mm-hmm. my grandmother and that is such a horribly debilitating disease that just takes away all function um that's and it starts with your your mind and your and your brain and you can't function and do the simple things that you do and I saw how dementia really changed my family and changed my grandmother's life so I feel like for me if I could always be mentally sharp I can deal with the aches and pains or even if I ended up you know disabled somehow because of my old age I can deal with that, but I'd rather be mentally sharp. I have an aunt who's 96 years old, and she is sharp as a tack. She remembers recipes from childhood. We have um, a lot of family buried in the same cemetery. To this day, she remembers each and every plot. And so I definitely would love to be mentally um, with it for my entire life. That's awesome. What is the funniest place you have fallen asleep? Oh, that is good. Where have I fallen asleep? I mean, I don't, it's hard for me to fall asleep. So I don't really have funny places that I've fallen asleep. Maybe like uh, at the, when I used to work at the um, hospital, falling asleep, like in the waiting room, waiting to talk to a patient, which is probably not ideal. I I wouldn't say it was (laughs) for me I kid you not remember when I was in college this this was when I was you know running a little interesting in my life I'm not gonna say wild I'm not gonna say out of control it was just a little interesting we went to this club called Sneaky Pete's Mm. and I will never forget it that it was so whack that night that I literally found myself a corner and I was asleep in the club y'all the music did not wake me nothing I went right to sleep in the middle of the club and that was it that's what's up so that was probably the yeah that's the funniest place that's good that's good what's something you never leave the house without can't be your keys wallet or phone something other than those things Mine would definitely have to be my Apple Watch or any fitness watch because if I walk and the steps don't count, it don't count. Like, I need to go sit back on the couch. That's me. Because <laughs> I'm like, it needs to count. Make it count. 
Well, for me, lotion. Oh. Let me tell y'all, I do not, I despise being ashy. <laughs> it is a sin to me to be ashy. I need lotion. I keep lotion in my car, in my purse. Everywhere I go, there got to be some lotion somewhere. Good old Jergens or good old body, Bath and Body Works. Something. Because I got to be moisturized. I can't stand no ashy hands. And I'm just not with the ash. And I'm okay? always with the ash. Mm. Yeah, no. We're going to work on that, y'all. We're going to work we, on it. We got an episode about self-care. We're going to touch on that. Got that. All right. What's the best piece of advice someone in your family has ever given you? Um, my uncle once told me when I was heading off to college, she was like, you are book smart. I need you to be street smart. You need to get some street smarts. And so first I looked up what that meant. And <laughs> then I began to try to trust people a little, not trust people less, but get some street smarts, you know, really not take things for just face value, but maybe be a little skeptical as to what they're telling me is the truth okay i could yeah i definitely agree with that it's always good to have a little little street smart a little hood in you yes um i would say for me my dad said this to me one time and it always stuck with me and it has to do with being hardworking and doing what you have to do and he's always said to me do what you have to do now so you can do what you want to do later Mm -hmm. and so that is something that has literally as i move through life has been a pillar of reliance for me because i really feel like i can do what i do how i do it the way that i work and things of that nature i feel like that's going to drive me to a better later on and where i can you know if i wanted to record podcasts all day every day that might be something that i can do because i'm putting in the work now to get right and get it tight okay last question we've made it we hope that you all have learned something about us today and our personalities and you're looking forward to hearing more from us and hearing us chat back and forth so our last question is what's a relationship deal breaker for you Ooh, lack of ambition Mm. like i can work with so many things but if you don't have like an ambitious spirit to try and make it happen and i guess that kind of ties in with like hustler kind of thing like you don't gotta be like a millionaire but i need you to have a plan as to how we can be wealthy forever and we have multiple streams of income and we're not waiting for one check to do this and do that like get some ambition on you if you ain't got no ambition we not really gonna work i agree 1000 trillion percent (laughs) um another deal breaker for me again i told y'all what my pet peeve was lying yes that is such a deal breaker for me because i feel like you cannot trust a person that constantly lies and again it's always about the smallest things because you're trying to either prove something to me or make something better than what it is to try to soften the blow or something along those lines i just think that it is despicable and it is such a deal breaker for me because trust is everything and if i can't even trust the simple things how can i trust you with something like my entire heart so lying and yeah that's a big thing for me yes oh my goodness that's so true i do not like lying either 
Well, thank you guys so much for listening to us. Uh, we would ask that you please be sure to subscribe. Subscribe for the latest episodes. You can also hit us up on Instagram at withlovepod underscore. Always remember to keep it real with a dose of love. See y'all next week.